Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Look your best and draft your best with the Just for Men March Basketball Series. Draft a winning lineup and two free-to-play contests for your share at 10000 in total prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash JFM now to join the action. Terms and conditions apply. DraftKings.com for details. Weekly visit with Coach Thorpe, David Thorpe. True Hoop. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Thorpe as well. I subscribe. You should too as well. Well, last last week you're singing the praises of Joker about how great he is and the best player of the world. And how about what he did last night? They're up 21 in the first quarter. They're down 11 with three minutes to play. And he goes off with the triple-double and the 40 points and they rally to win in overtime against the Pelicans. He's he's the best player in the world. Yeah, he... You know, the great players, and LeBron, we saw what LeBron did the other day, the greatest players do have those kinds of games more frequently than anyone else. I mean, there's plenty of NBA guys that have had a great game, but Jokic, he's just so much better. If you look at the metrics, what he's done for that team, despite missing, you know, their second and third best player who are very good players and potential all-stars in each case. Uh, he, he, he's become a very good, if not elite level defender too. So uh, it, it, he's not as fancy. He doesn't dunk and all that as much, but in terms of pure talent and impact in a game, what Jokic is doing is just a treat to watch. Yeah, you're spot on. And the team they beat last night, the Pelicans, I mean, they've been playing some of the best basketball in the entire yeah. league since the All-Star break. Your guy, Ingram, has just been awesome in this stretch. Uh, what are they going to look like, do you think, Coach, once they get Zion back? You know, it's really interesting because I'm actually going to write about the Pelicans this week as part of a kind of a larger story about playing with joy. Uh, it's such an important thing in, in, all, in all sports, really, as well as our, just our daily lives. Uh, Zion needs to catch up to that. On the court, as a player, obviously he's their most talented guy. I had him as the MVP of the league before the season started. I think these new, the, the more physicality in the NBA would have been nothing for him. He just bounces off to everybody and vice versa. But he needs to play with that kind of passion, the kind of joy. Willie Green has done a very good job just kind of building a consensus for the group. I think C.J. McCollum really took it to uh, maybe two levels higher. And not to mention, he's a, he's a very good player in his own right, but not an all-star. And yet they're one of the hottest teams in the league. They, they really should have beat the De- Denver the other night. Um, Zion, if he can bring that joy and just fa- fall in love with the game again, because it's clear there was something going on besides, I think, physically that was uh, distracting from that. Uh, I think, and someone tweeted this, but I, I almost did myself. They can, they can be... They could be in the in the playoffs. In other words, they can get past the playing games and be an eight seed. Yes, I really believe that. Okay, yep. and that was available last week, four to one, like plus four forty as well. What uh, what will the how long will it take for him to get into basketball shape? And then how long would a minutes restrictions then be in place? Yeah, I think those are really important questions. I think I think the first three weeks or so we're going to see him more limited as we should. The team is playing fine without him. You don't have to yep. go crazy and play him 36 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as he feels some fatigue, get him out. 
Make sure you you condition it well on the off days, which is not something teams always I think do a great job of. But as soon as you start playing a player beyond what he should be doing, coming off injury, you increase the chance for for injury again. That's anyone. It's any sport. So they need to be real careful with that. Uh, but while he's in, he needs to go full tilt on both ends. Uh, we need to see that smile. We need to see that athleticism. We need to see him really compete and connect with everyone. He's not a selfish player, so it shouldn't be a problem. And then I think mm-hmm. by the time we get in April, he'll be fine. Okay. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Coach Thorpe, our guest uh, on Twitter at Coach Thorpe. And uh, again, truehoop.com is the website. Uh, great performance yesterday by Jason Tatum in the Celtics. Another win. They're playing great basketball as well. He dropped 54. Where do you have Boston in the in the pecking order at the top of the Eastern Conference? Right there. Like they're they're right there at the top. I, I don't think there's any one team that in, in years past we 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 could say, well, you know, in Golden State when they were really rolling, uh, when the Nets were healthy, you thought they definitely would be the, the East top seed. Uh, I think it's more open than that. Milwaukee on some nights can be that team. Uh, I'd still want to see what the Bulls look like. They've got three legit players, including Lonzo Ball and Caruso, veterans that are coming back very soon. Uh, Miami with Oladipo, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about some too. Uh, But I think Boston, they're destroying the league right now defensively. And then I thought what's important, I watched the Celtics game yesterday live. What, What Tatum is doing, I call it walking the path. Everyone knows, everyone knows the path to be an elite player, an all star and MVP level player. Walking that path is what we've seen guys like Durant and Giannis and LeBron, all the great ones who don't know how to do it until they do. Mm. And I think Tatum is showing right now that he has figured out really how to walk that path of being just flat out the best player on the court, including a court that has Kevin Durant on it. So that gives them another, when you think about the elasticity of how good a team can get, how far can they stretch up? I think Tatum's ability to play like he did yesterday, it gives them a little bit more of an edge knowing that they play amazing defense. My question is their bench. I think they're going to have to stagger some minutes with Jalen Brown coming off the bench uh, because I don't, I, Derek White's not really a score. He's a good player. He adds depth, but I think they need to get him in early and let Brown play more with second units in the, in the playoffs so that they don't go dry for a long time with both those two wing scores on the bench. But they're certainly good enough to, to win the East. Okay, so then how about the team they defeated yesterday in the Nets? And I saw this from Kirk Goldsberry on Twitter he pointed out, yes, they are now below 500 through 65 games, and no team has ever been under 500 this late in the season and uh, gone on to win the title. Can they flip it around at some point? I, I don't know when that would be, mid-March, end of March, early April, like, you know, just go to a different you know, gear in, in April for the playoffs? Well, you know, again, we just talked about how good the Celtics defense is. Brooklyn had no problem scoring on them thanks to, you know, Kyrie, who was good. He wasn't amazing. Kevin Durant, I thought, was amazing. Uh, Ben Simmons as a playmaker, Ben Simmons as a, as a dunk spot guy, Ben Simmons in transition. And then most importantly, Ben Simmons on defense, you would think in theory can push them, but I mean, to, to, to bet on Ben Simmons, given what's happened this last season, given what's happened the last time he played, how, how it's been so long since he's played and the defensive challenges of that team overall as amazing as Ben Simmons is, he's not like Rudy Gobert, which he can just erase things at the rim. It's different. He he can be a great shutdown guy. And if you look at the matchups, whether it's Giannis or Jimmy Butler or even Zach Levine, he can really, DeRozan, Ben's going to be asked to guard those guys. But I just don't think collectively they'll be able to do enough this year. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be the most shocking thing. If any one team is ever going to break that streak that Kirk tweeted about, 
it would be a Kevin Durant-led Nets team with Ben Simmons and Kyrie. But I definitely don't think it's – I'm not even close to being likely. Oh, only uh, 20 games left or so in the regular season. You had a good tweet. An accurate list of guys who can return and help. I mean, there are so many big names that are out, but so many big names that are coming back uh, other than Zion. I mean, there's so many intriguing – how about Denver? I mean, imagine Denver and the guy – their second and third best players are coming back. Oh, I, I think Denver is a contender because of Jokic and what you just said. Uh, I mean, the Warriors, people are talking about they're slumping. Well, they're missing one of the most um, innovative, brilliant, high-level defenders the game has ever seen in Draymond. He he makes He's one of those guys that really does make everybody better. I don't think this is, is often the case. If people say about LeBron, it's not really true. Plenty of guys have not played well next to LeBron for different reasons. But it's not LeBron's fault that he's such an elite scorer also. Draymond isn't. He's looking to pass the ball to all those guys. So... Uh, I, I look at the Warriors as a team that can get so much better. We don't know how healthy Miami's going to be. Uh, I don't think PG is coming back for the Clippers, unfortunately, because they're interesting. Uh, and uh, and again, the Bulls to me with Caruso, Pat Williams, you know, the top pick a year ago, who's a good two-way player, not great, solid, but has upside as a young guy. He's only I think 20, 21 now. And then of course Lonzo with the way DeRozan's played, Zach Levine on offense. Uh, Billy Donovan is one of the best coaches in the world. Uh, that team, we can't forget about them just yet till we see those guys back. Well, we've talked many times with you about nothing scarier than playoff LeBron. When you watch what happened Saturday night, and you know Davis is getting back, coming back at some point. Do you still think, oh, if I'm a one or a two, I wouldn't want to see the Lakers? No. I mean, I think, I think it's a fair point, of course. LeBron is just so incredible. He can't do this every night. I mean, just look at look at the previous games. And they had lost, I think, four straight. They're 9-12 and 12 in 2022. Uh, it took a Herculean effort by him. And I watched it this morning. He is, I mean, what a performance. He's such a magical player. Uh, and it, it's just interesting to see how his game has evolved. He's a three-point shooter, post-up guy, pick-and-roll guy now as the screener and roller, not the ball handler necessarily. But I don't think he can do it enough. And I think you can scheme them better than ever before his teams anyway. And uh, and so, yeah, they, they might win a game or two against a one or two seed. I, I'd be very surprised if they go, I mean, if they get into the playoffs as a as an eight seed or a seven seed even. I, I have a hard time believing they could win more in a game or two. As good as LeBron is, he's, you know, he is mortal. Yeah. Uh, what are you working on this week at TrueHoop.com? Yeah, I'm really, uh, there's a player for the Pelicans named Jose Alvarado from Georgia Tech who just played with so much joy. The people I talk to inside the organization are so fond of him. He's a great player at Georgia Tech. And so I'm writing a bigger story about, and this really applies to the NCAA tournament as well, the teams that really know how to manufacture joy day in, day out. It's easy for the NCAA tournament. The the best teams in the NBA play that same way no matter what. And so I'm going to kind of Lock in on that and 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 try to find players that bring that joy that's infectious to everyone, and that's why the team is doing better. Oh, very cool. That's a great observation, by the way. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Coach Thorpe, and again, the website is truehoop.com. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you next week. Look forward to it. Thanks, Thanks Coach. It. Yep. Look at this list. Simmons, Caruso, Williams, Van Vliet, Davis, PG, who I doubtful. Paul's coming back. Butler, Lowry, Zion. I mean, uh, 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 Murray. Who intrigues Porter. you the most? This. It'd have to be the two guys in Denver, it right? It has to be. It has to I mean, be. come on. Look yes. yes. Jokic is carrying them. Uh-huh. No, Murray's a star. Hey, this is... uh, I would say Denver one. I would uh-huh. say Bulls number two. Okay. 
Those are some key guys, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we will get into tonight's NBA card. Uh, how about this? They locked in their 16th consecutive losing season over the weekend. And on the flip side, the best team in the NBA since the break will surprise most people. The Sports Betting Network. It's time to elevate your live betting game. Introducing Points Bet, new exclusive feature. Live same game parlays for the NBA. It can only be found on Points Bet. Instantly build the perfect live same game parlay throughout the game. Once the game starts, just don't bet. Live your bet life. And download the Points Bet app today and use code VSIN2K to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Again, the code VSIN2K. Points bet. Now, they lost last night. We just touched on this game with David Thorpe. We talked about it briefly in the first hour because the Joker was the man last night, 46-point triple-double, and he was uh, 16 of 22 from the floor. You know, just insane. Uh, But the Pelicans did blow an 11-point lead late in the fourth quarter. So before last night, they were 4-0 since the break. They had outscored teams by 27 points. They were number one overall in net rating, first in defensive rating, second overall in offensive rating. Plus, that's when you get the big guy coming back, Zion. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know what he's going to look like right away. Uh, yes, right. But as Coach said, you know, give him some time. They should probably get him into game shape by sometime in April. And if that team continues like this, maybe that they could easily win a playing game with the, the form that they're in right now. Can you imagine if all these guys, you get an AD back for the Lakers, you're getting Zion back for the Pelicans. You get George. Can you imagine if Kawhi was coming back? At I know. Some point. I know. They're all in the playing game. That was the talk last year when he got hurt. Is that maybe he could be back by April uh, for the playoffs? Yeah. Doesn't look good though. No, it doesn't. And the other than the T Wolves are hot as well. Yeah. I mean, Towns is on a, on a mission. He is. How well he's playing? They're, they're a good team. The they are. They are. And look at look at this tonight though. They just played Saturday against Portland, and they dropped 135 on the Blazers, and they play again tonight also in Minnesota, and. uh and Portland's without some key guys, too. Yeah, they're laying so, 15. Yeah. By, the, by the way, what do you think of oh. the total, though, tonight? It is 232. Well, I don't want the under. No, the, no the, the Wolves could score well, like God. 140 if they wanted I to I talked tonight. about that crazy third quarter they had Saturday. He had 36-15-5 and five in that win oh, Saturday. Man. Yes. Miami's laying 16. You got, you got, yeah, come on. Houston on a back-to-back. And it was... Look at these point spreads. That you have... Uh, I'll tell you yeah. what. Uh, I would watch out for this today. And again, we're on very early. But if the Pistons are going to be fully loaded with their roster tonight, you can find seven and a half or eight going against this Hawks team. Uh, I would actually, yeah. if we find out news that uh, you know everybody's going to be playing during the show, which we won't, but if we did, I would make a bet on the Pistons and I'd take a slice of them on the money line as well, which right now is around plus 275. Yep. Another observation, too, by uh, Aaron Renning Friday that was uh, spot on. OKC waving a flag. OKC, it's been ugly here. Uh, this was uh, routed by. They have a couple wins in their last ten, but well, they, they lost by thirty-seven to Minnesota. And he had he they, had the Wolves that night, of course. They were down big last night. Uh, they lost by thirteen to make it look respectable. Uh, somehow beat Denver, but this is they've been getting run out in some of these games too. And this was also you wanted to play against Denver tonight, back to back Sunday night game late. 
goes to overtime, but they're laying nine and a half because the Warriors are sitting Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, Iggy, and Peyton. Sitting all these guys. They play rest. A couple of them for rest. Other guys had legitimate injuries. But you played Saturday night in L.A., and now you're off till Monday. You're sitting everybody. So who's going to have the games then for Golden State? Who's going to score the points? I'm looking for player props right now. They're not up yet. I'm sure they won't be up for a while. But uh, Jordan Poole tonight, watch out for him to have a nice game. Is it going to be a Kaminga-type game for Golden State? Will the young guys keep it close right away in the first game because the Nuggets are coming off that overtime you know, mm-hmm. marathon last night? Yeah, well, Denver might do the same thing. And maybe sit some guys yeah. and also say, hey, come on. Although, you know what? That, that div- you're right. That division, I gave up on it because I have them 20 to 1. That division still, I mean, there's enough games to catch up, you know, with Utah. They yeah. both both teams have like a top eight most most difficult schedule moving forward, though, for the rest of the year. I did see, uh, what was it, a week, week and a half ago, I did see 1 to 12 on the Jazz. And then I did see as low as 5, 6 to 1. So, again, always pays the shop uh, and, and check around. But I just think there's not, there's not enough time left. With 20 games. They do have an easy schedule, Denver. But uh, Utah's playing good ball now. I, I don't think there's enough uh, enough time left. Okay. Now, now, I, I, I do think Utah has the tiebreaker as well. You can check my work on that, too. But I believe Utah has a tiebreaker. So, the Kings, by the way. That's the team I was talking about before yep. the break. They locked in their 16th consecutive losing season. They blew that game against the Mavericks on Saturday. I watched a lot of that game. It was yeah. an afternoon game. Yep. Should have won. De'Aaron, De'Aaron, here's the deal. Fox was amazing. He had 44 points. He was 18 of 31 from the floor. He's averaging, and we talked about this, the day they traded Halliburton. They said, watch out for De'Aaron Fox and Davian Mitchell uh, player props. He's averaging 28, 6, and 6 assists on 52% shooting since Detroit. Tonight, his points prop now is already up to 25 and a half. Ooh. That, that is gradually climbing because it was around, it was, you know, it's been low 20s now the whole time, but then when you go and score 44 points in regulation, of course it's going to go up. And now sitting at 25 and a half for that one against, um, you know, a bad Knicks team that won last night. I, I can't, nah, I can't trust the Kings. Can't do it. Even though the Knicks are probably uh, smelling themselves finally coming off a win. What was that? Then the they Kings blew are, out the Clippers. I know. And the Kings are three and a half. Right. I think you could make, I think we saw this coming though with the Knicks, right? With how competitive they were and how many games they blew lately, including that game on Friday night. How'd that happen? How do you allow the Suns to win that game like that? Yep. Cam Johnson from 30 feet for the three in the win. Uh, two also intriguing games coming up. Uh, Dallas is one and a half at home to Utah. Utah on a back-to-back. Dallas has won seven of eight. And they're right. They're only a game and a half behind Utah here. So Dinwiddie, again, nice player. Didn't yeah. work out in Washington. And he's clapping back and firing back at him saying, you know, don't say I'm the, I was the problem. Don't say I'm the scapegoat for what happened earlier. Uh, but he's been great for Dallas and was uh, sensational in the win in the matinee, as you mentioned. And then what does LeBron have left in the tank? Is the Lakers take on San, San Antonio favored here at home laying two and a half. How They've lost that? four in a row. They're three and a half games out of the 10 seed. Here's something interesting for in play, which also shocks me because I'm, I'm a big pop fan. They're 0-33 this year when trailing after three quarters. Spurs. How, how funky is, is that? Is that right? Yeah. Can't get one comeback? And they can't defend anybody. No, they can't. I mean, they just, they get, Wow. Uh, I would look over the total here, too, even though high totals. But uh, don't be afraid, especially in today's NBA. I mean, pace and everyone is an assassin from three. Sure. Uh, Spurs don't guard anybody. So this is uh, – but I want to see what LeBron has left in the tank here. What a performance. What a job. That was a great game to watch. Yes, it was. That really was. Uh, well, you know, it's to the point now where I guess it would be more in play, right? 
But if you can find out who's attending Laker home games, it's like he goes, oh, they're up. He puts on a show for Donald, who's sitting courtside. Stafford's sitting there with his wife, puts on a show. Yep. I mean, I guess you could say they're celebrities and stars there every game. Well, it's also but not it's, surprising that they were playing awful basketball. It was a national TV game in prime time against the Warriors on a Saturday night. I mean, none of us should be shocked that LeBron had a great game. That's who he is. It's what he does. Well, the three-pointers caught me by Well, no, I know. Well, bam, bam, That's, that's bam. like the uh, the 2013 NBA Finals. Yeah. When Pop said, go ahead, LeBron. If mm-hmm. you're going to win game seven, you're going to have to shoot and beat us from downtown. And he did, and he was great. Yep. Yep. You want to lay it with the Sixers? What do you think? I, I do not like the back. Bulls at all in this game tonight. No? They've lost four in a row, and they're that stretch were 10 of 12 on the road, as he You've highlighted and talked about the last couple of weeks here on yep. the show. It's a tough stretch. So I did lose a money line parlay betting games last night, tied into the Sixers already tonight. Memphis got me, but I, w- I would come back again and try to uh, tie in the 76ers, me personally, because I just think the 76ers um, going against this Bulls team in their current form and guys that they're without, Sixers are much better in my opinion. So I like them to win the game outright. Six and a half, seven points is getting up there, obviously with the point spread. DeRozan's awesome in the fourth quarter. He can keep teams in it. The Bulls in it anyway, and I'd find teams to t- uh, pair them with tonight to win outright. Maybe some college stuff, maybe some NHL. By the way, how about a player prop? If the Nuggets sit guys because of the overtime game last night and the Warriors are sitting everybody, how about DeMarcus Cousins? Now, well, you went, how about that guy? They say, are 12 and 1 when he plays. Yeah, the, he had 31 the, the other night. The Bucks let him go. <laughs> And they said, maybe we'll think about picking him up uh, towards the end of the season. Nuggets are like, no chance. We're going to pick him up. He had 31-9 and nine in 23 minutes the other night. He only played, he scored one point last night and had 10 minutes. So if they sit guys tonight, you would think Cousins is going to go. Yeah. Didn't really play that much last night. And he'd be a guy to keep your eye on. Where did that come from? I have I no was, clue. This guy is giving him something. I mean, I got, maybe the record thing's a fluke, but 12-1 and one when he plays? Uh-huh. And he dropped 30 the other night? Well, expecting 31-9, and nine well, is, sure. you know, that's not going to happen. But can he give him something where he's a spark plug off the bench? I would say yes. Why not? I can't get over how good Joker is, though. Ridiculous. So he's so... 40, what, 46, 15, 12, whatever. <laughs> makes everybody better. Yeah. I mean, come team. on. Look at the rest of the roster with the guys that are out yeah. and what he's doing. Watch them play when Man. he's not on the court. I got to give it to him and not Embiid. I uh, have to. Like I said, he's catching him very fast. Yeah. 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 It, that, that will happen today. We already saw Bet Rivers moving him to plus 175. Um, I think he gets down to in the plus 150 territory today, maybe even shorter than that. You can't, Embiid has you to can't, answer tonight. Well, you can't keep getting blown out. They, what, they, he lost by 30 to, at home to the Celtics, and then they lost by 17 to Miami without Harden? Yeah. Can't get run out every other night. I thought they lost by like 50 to the Celtics. Whatever it was. Probably yeah. more than that. Whatever it no. was. Yeah. All right. So follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, uh, we'll look at the projected one through four seeds coming up next and tie their numbers into power ratings and future odds to win it all in college basketball. And uh, two teams stick out like a sore th- thumb when you compare their metrics and their projected seed line. Not in a positive way. That's coming up. The Sports Betting Network. Well, if you were listening Friday, you know uh, David Hess from Winners and Winers said, careful, don't take the Sixers. And they were down big in that game, came back to win, but didn't cover. And he has an opinion on the NBA schedule tonight. You can text VEASAN 
3500 His thoughts on the uh, card tonight in the association text VEASAN 320 through 3500 All right, Paulie, let's look at uh, projected seeds for this team in co- uh, these teams in college basketball, one through four, with uh, some of the odds to win the national championship and tied into, like, the metrics, power ratings. We'll use Ken Palm, Torvik, and the net ratings here and uh, give you an idea of what they are to win the national title as well. So the four, and we'll use bracketmatrix.com. That's, you know, it's a website that I think it's 115 people who do this bracketology. Uh, They combine all of their seeding and then spit out an average. So the four teams at the top are Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, and Auburn. Although I did see that uh, Lenardi dropped the Tigers down to the two seed and put Kansas back up, I think, after Saturday. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys who do it, but I still... uh... I still trust Lenardi and still think he's the best. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get them all right. But what he does year in, year out, very difficult to do. Yeah, uh, he deserves a major tip of the cap for basically creating an entire industry. Good point. And I heard him on national radio back in the mid-90s, and I was like, this is unbelievable content. I loved it because I was such huh? a big college basketball guy. Yeah. And I, and I never heard anything like this before done. And I was like, oh, man, this guy really figured something out. And what they, yeah, they have a bracket bunker. I wrote a book. Yeah. What he's doing. Yeah, uh, did you see Murray State? You got him on the nine line. Yeah, I did. I saw the 30 that. Thirty and two. Oh God, they're thirty and two. One mm-hmm. of the losses, Auburn, and they're going to be stuck in the eight nine game. I'm not surprised. Oh, God. Job Job was even ticked off about that. Yeah, they asked Job about it. Is this team better than the Jaw team? Oh, yeesh. I mean that they were a 12 seed and had Jaw uh, bleeping Morant on it. Yeah. Well, the Val- the uh, Ohio Valley was a lot better that year. They lost. They did lose four games. Yeah, I think they, that's I think right. They, I think they had to win the to top. get in. Yeah, I think you're I think, right. I think was it Belmont that was very good that year, mm-hmm. if memory serves. Okay. So Ken Palm, Torvik, and the Net all have Gonzaga number one overall. Baylor is fourth in Ken Palm, third in Torvik, fourth in Net. You can find Baylor at twelve mm-hmm. to one. The job that Drew has done this year with the NBA talent he oh, lost sure. on the national championship team from yep. a year ago, yep. oh, sensational. Arizona is second, fifth, and second. They're six to one. And you notice their draw in the Pac-12 tournament oh, is very uh, easy. Yeah, I would lay the dollar forty uh, for Arizona to win the Pac-12 tournament out here. A very easy draw. I, they they lost at Colorado, but they they always lose there. So they'll probably face Colorado at home in the excuse me. They'll face Colorado in the semis and revenge spot, and then fingers crossed if we get UCLA and USC in the other semi. Yeah, but I think Arizona is going to win the Pac-12. I think uh, well. Okay, so looking at Auburn, they're seven in Ken Palm, seven in Torvik, ten in Net, plus thirteen fifty to win the national title. I would lump them in with other teams that I don't think will be cutting down the nets this year. Kansas is mm-hmm. another one. I don't think Kansas is good enough. Now, they can make a deep run, but I would be surprised if they won the whole thing. They're nine, eighth, ninth, eighth, and seventh, respectively, using those three metrics. On the two line, along with Kansas, Duke. Kentucky and Wisconsin. Now, I find uh, Wisconsin very intriguing because if they would lose early in the Big Ten and Johnny Davis's injury is severe, this could be a Kenyon Martin situation. Yeah, with Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't think they're a ten-win team without Davis. Wow. I think they're, I think they're awful without him. Okay. So I can't wait to find out. But look at that. The metrics they haven't liked them all year long. Twenty-sixth in Ken Palm, twenty-first in Torvik, twentieth in Net. Fifty-five-zero to one to win the whole thing. The metrics love Duke and Kentucky. Look at Kentucky. 
three in Ken Palm, six in Torvik, fifth overall in the net, plus 675. And Duke is sixth, fourth, and ninth, and 10 to 1. Very disappointing that the committee won't uh, use the net. I mean, what's the point of it then? Well, why'd they create like it? That, yeah. I, I see Loyola, Loyola Chicago was on the bubble. Their net's top 30. It was going <laughs> into the championship game. It's like, how, how can you have a net in the 20s and you're on the bubble? They still like to pick and I mean, choose, don't they? Sure they do. I mean, some of these uh, mid-majors before with, uh, you know, RPIs to the moon, nah, yeah. they're, they're not good enough to make it in. They use it, then they, like, throw it out, and they go, I mean, make up. Yeah. some years they, it's important, other years it's not Correct. important. Yes. Remember when the RPI, the conference rating in the RPI meant a big meant a lot? Yeah. And then the Mountain West had the number one RPI one year, and yeah. like, nah, maybe this doesn't mm-hmm. mean as much anymore. Uh, the three seeds right now uh, projected are Villanova, Purdue, Tennessee, and Texas Tech. I will say those are some pretty good three seeds, man. Yes. Wow. And I'm looking forward to the Big East tournament. The great story with Providence. You can get a good price on UConn. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people will be picking Villanova. But I'm looking forward to that conference tournament. Uh-huh. Tennessee 35-1. to But Tennessee is very similar to other teams in that conference we've touched on before, like Arkansas, where, I, you know, what are they going to look like on a neutral against a team that's when the game's a pick them and they can't, they don't have the friendly confines anymore. These teams are so good at home, uh, and there's a big difference when they go play on the road or potentially in a neutral. I, I, I want to say Villanova's in that same group as like I just talked about with Kansas and maybe Auburn where they can't win the title, but Jay Wright's an awesome coach. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. The four seeds as of today, Providence, and they're another team. Look at their metrics. So Providence would be on the four line right now. They're 75 to win it all which is a huge number, but Ken Palm, 34th, Torvik, 32nd, net rating, 26th overall in the country. And for those of you who don't know, again, Ken Palm's been doing this for 20-plus years with the power ratings. They're free to the public, and uh, Bart Torvik does it well, as well, and his ratings are awesome. And you can just go see there's two you know, good guidelines to use where they put these teams in terms of power ratings throughout the entire year. And Torvik, I know you can do from any date. Um, like go back from January 1st or February 1st to right now to see how teams are rating, but they're very good. UCLA is a four. I think they're dangerous as a four. Illinois won a share of the Big Ten last night by beating Iowa. They're also a four and 35 to one. And Arkansas, not that long ago, Paulie, they were on the sixth line, now up to fourth overall and a 40 to one. What do you have on Houston? Okay, so going into yesterday's game, this kind of that surprised was, me. That was ugly. Yeah. Memphis is hot. I, Memphis is in the tournament. And oh, I, that's now the uh, the AAC, I believe, is in Fort Worth. They might match up again. Yeah, I, I don't. They they swept Houston. Mm-hmm. They embarrassed them yesterday. Yes, they did. That embarrassed was embarrassed them. That game was what a twenty yes. point game in the first half. They're hot. Good job by Penny turning yeah, it around. Absolutely, they are. By the way, if you shop around, can I interest you in Memphis thirty two to one to make the Final Four? Sure, that's available here in town. Okay, and beyond. You a know, lot of talent. Circa had Memphis. This goes back a uh, month. And 300 to one to win it all. Wow. That number's long gone, obviously, now. Yeah. But I, here's I, the deal with Houston before yesterday's game. They were fifth at Ken Palm, second at Torvik, and third overall in net, and bracket matrix had him on the five line. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it is. Once again, with picking and choosing with the net. That is, uh, yep, 10 of 11 now with Memphis. Houston does have an easy path into the championship game. But you see Memphis again, I know who I'm taking. Oh, yeah. And this is just, I they're on a mission right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, we know this. Awesome. I mean, Penny's got tons of talent. Yeah. Tons of talent. Uh, by the way, I like betting teams to make the Final Four. 
That's uh, that should be up know. from yeah. the beginning of the year on. I don't know why it wasn't up for all these all this time, right? That should always should have been yeah. up. What do you think of North Carolina? There. No, no, can't get there. What's are they on the eight nine line too? Well, they're in after the yep that win. But St. Mary's on the six line according to Lenardi. San Francisco a nine. Uh, looking at the teams in action tonight in the West Coast. And he had Murray State a nine, as I mentioned, too. Uh, how about this at DraftKings? Rutgers is $1.15 to make it. Last four in. Uh, there's not a lot of meat on the bone. SMU's minus 160. They're last four in. No way. Take the plus money. There's going to be bid thieves, too. Oh, yeah. There'll be plenty of bid thieves. SMU's plus 160 to, ma- to miss no, it? No, the minus 160. Oh, minus 160 to make Yeah. Rutgers, I think their non-conference SOS is three fifty-fifth nah. in the country. Indiana's two to one to make it. Their first team out. VCU, yes, plus two sixty. Their next four out. They need a ton of help. Yes, they do. They played a terrible first half against St. Louis over the weekend. But a good job by Avello and everyone putting that up though, as they have the yes no to a couple bubble teams in or yep. out. Yep. Uh, do you have many futures, by the way? To no. like, when, my favorite one is Kentucky that I have a twenty-eight to one. I got that, I think, uh, very early in the like twenty in January is when I got that one. I also have Duke a couple times at fourteen to one that I don't mind. But the hate bet, yeah. Well, that yeah. and they're awesome. Well, yeah, and if they go out early, it's like okay. Well, and I like them more. I do actually like them more after losing to North Carolina. Now, oh, they're going to be fired up. He was livid after the game. It's a bad loss. That's a terrible loss. You can't lose that game. They have just. They're oozing with NBA talent. And I know he gets bounced a lot early. Uh, Need more college basketball insight? Check out the podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops Peterson will look at every major and some of the minor college basketball games on the upcoming schedule to find betting opportunities. Greg has an opinion on every single college hoops game of the season. And on uh, this podcast, he provides his unique insights and looks for those games that have solid betting opportunities. Download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, you can catch up on every VEASAN show as well. This show is called Follow the Money. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Again, six conference champions, uh, six conferences in action tonight, including two champions, um, will be crowned. And we finally have some games hitting the betting board today. We'll give you those numbers coming up here on VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network. Game on. Play the Yingling Bracket Battle and bring the goods. Make your college hoops picks before the tournament's first tip-off and take a free shot at a share of $60,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Yingling now to join the action. Yingling, logger up and bring the goods. I've had it. It is an outstanding beer. Oh, They do a great job with it. First time I had it, I was in uh, Philadelphia for the Army-Navy game. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to find this as soon as I get back to Las Vegas. Terms, conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. What are you looking at tonight now? Now we're starting to see these games finally hit the board. Well, I like Chattanooga. Uh, that's the uh, SoCon title game. They're the one seed. They swept firm in the two seed, and they're hot. They've won 10 of 12. They're only a one-point favorite. Win the game, cash the ticket. Okay? I also made a mistake Friday with the Gardner-Webb. 
when it's that low, you got to go money line. Money line. Now, now, now they blew it. They're up 10 and then missed free throws and turnovers and all. I mean, these teams that turn the ball over. Did you see San Diego State again? File that one away. They blew a huge lead against Nevada. They had no clue against the press. Turnover City. Firing the ball like a bunch of DeAndre Jordans out there. Yeah. They're throwing the ball into the stands left and right. They almost blew that game. I saw that Boy, because was pathetic. our buddy, Matt Humans here on the network, he tweets out his college basketball picks every single day. He had Nevada. He was 4-0 on Saturday. Was he? He yeah, sends out go. all of his picks on Twitter every oh, single yeah, day. Yeah, he's yeah, very transparent. Uh, Aztecs blew that one. They got the win. Uh, it, it probably could, would have been out if they lost that game. So uh, I'm looking at Chattanooga. They win. They're in the tournament. They're hot. They swept Furman, as we said, point spread weekly. It's not hard to beat a team three times. That's coach speak. It's nonsense. Mm-hmm. 71% last year when a team going for 3-0. and So I like the mocks. As you pointed out earlier, look at Charleston favored against a two-seam Wilmington. Uh, Charleston won. Was it higher than that? It was. So Total that- of 150. And they were fantastic. Obliterated Hofstra. And it would. I think they had 50 points at halftime. I think they had 55. That was that much? Jesus. I think so, yeah. So uh, we'll see what uh, Wil- Wilmington, 15-3 and in conference. And the two seed in the Colonial, and it starts at 3 a.m. Pacific with Townsend. They are minus 250 in some spots to get the automatic bid and win the Colonial. And they're a six-point choice tonight in the semis. Uh, and they get off to a slow start in the first half. They play Delaware tonight. Townsend laying six in a total of 139. Yeah. Now, okay, so they the first time that they played, they won 69-62. The second time, there was actually a makeup game because it was postponed. They were trailing Delaware by nine points, and yeah. they got suspended. Yeah. They picked it up a week or so ago, and they came back to win the game. Okay. But a bizarre situation there when they actually did trail in real time by nine points. Yeah. And Delaware off the win against Drexel yesterday, too. So a, a, a good league. Uh, and I think, uh, but again, going into it, as I mentioned, Townsend was a $1.10 uh, to win it. So fingers crossed for if it's Townsend and, and Wilmington. I want to see the chalk meet tomorrow for the auto bid. I, I know you mentioned this, but yeah. just to confirm, it did, in fact, tick down in the Wilmington game. Charleston's yeah. now laying a point and a half. Okay. So I don't know if it's going to go to one, go down a little bit, maybe a little below that, but Wilmington got him 86-78 and 85-79 in the regular season. And I'm showing the Jack Rabbits are laying eight and 157 against South Dakota in the Summit Semis. Not surprised at the high total for one second. Okay. They, it doesn't look good for an at-large bid if they stub their toe. They are 19-0 and in conference this year, but uh, they're on the 12 line on these, well, these bracket matrix, and that's what Lenardi has them as well, so that's unfortunate. But again, they have to win two more games to get the auto bid. So the Jackrabbits took care of business in the regular season. Scores were 84-65 and 89-79. I will say this. In this conference, and they can play games to the moon, right? But going back the last 10 times, a total has been higher than 154. Eight of them stayed under. Some conference trends that are terrific available. Point spread weekly vcin.com slash subscribe. Been a high scoring league for quite some time, too. And the other semifinals, a good game. North Dakota State is a small favorite with a total of 151 against Amos and Mr. Oral Roberts, mm-hmm. who uh, shocked the world. And he was fantastic with the Sweet 16 run. And again, good game. going for, the, for yeah. the full season sweep here, right? Yeah. North Dakota State swept them 72 71 and 77 59 in the regular season. And uh, was it last year you said? 71% Yep. when a team is going for the three-game season sweep. And going back like the last five years, every year it's hovering at 70 or around 70 or higher than 70%. So when you hear people on, you know, the pregame broadcast say, it's tough to beat a team three right. times. Really, it's not. It's not that difficult. No. Happens all the time. 
but uh, the other game in the title game, the Sun Belt, just to confirm the number here, Louisiana against Georgia State. It opened up shorter than three, but that's sitting at three as we speak. And Georgia State won close games, 68-64 and 65-58 in the regular season. Yep, it's unfortunate. It's an eight seed against a three seed. I can't get over this trend, though. Again, neither game fits the mold here, but in, in the Colonial, the last seven years, when favorites are between two and a half and three and a half points, they're 18 yeah. and 0 straight up and 17 0 and 1 ATS. And in the semis, favorites are 13 and 3 straight up, 10 5 and 1 ATS since 2014. So I guess, I mean, based on that, it's anti Wilmington today. Yeah, there are some, just some crazy trends with this. How about tomorrow? The Northeast Championship game. It's Bryant and Wagner. I think I saw Bryant as a small favorite. They're the one seed. The dog has won 11 in a row in title games in that conference. 13-2 and two ATS run. <laughs> How about that? The dog has won 11 in a 11 row? 11 in a row. Oh, excuse me. 11 outright during that stretch. 13-2 and two ATS. Excuse okay, me. Yeah. 11 of them outright. That's what I meant oh, Okay, I got you. 13-2 and two ATS. 11 outright wins during that stretch. Oh, my God. Now, this is this will be Wednesday. The second round of the ACC. Winners... Since 2017, win the game, cash a ticket, 20-0 ATS. 20-0, 20 in a row. Second round ACC wow. since 2017. <laughs> that is, okay. Yeah. By the way, don't mock me for this, but if you want to go down, because you've done this before and it did not turn out well for you. Uh, what? I'm well, looking at a team oh, to win the ACC. Virginia. No, if you want a team in a long shot, I would not. <laughs> okay. You're looking at yeah. 18 to 1. I personally would. I'm looking for like, I want 30 to 1. I don't think I'll find 30 to 1. If I can find, I'll go as low as 25 to 1 to make a bet. I won't go any lower than that. But 25, 27, 30 to 1 on Virginia, I'd play them to win that conference. All right. Sure. Because if it's not going to be Duke. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Who, then That's a hound's breakfast. Then why take a shot? Give me. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. It really is. Sure. And I would also say that um, come tournament time, Chris Beard is an awesome coach. And they easily could have won at Kansas over the weekend. But I don't, again, I like Texas. I liked them last year. They were 9-1. to one. That cashed. I'd like to bet Texas again this year. Too short of a number. Uh, give me like 7 or 8-1 to one on Texas. I'll bet it. I can't bet 4-1 to one or 5-1 to one on them. No. That's too short. No. And I mentioned the dollar forty. Dollar thirty on Arizona to win the Pac-12. There's even money out there at uh, at uh, uh, Bet Rivers and other spots too. Okay. So you, you mentioned it earlier, and I'm I'm going to agree with you. You you just think it's 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 not going to go well tonight for San Francisco. The first semifinal, West Coast Gonzaga is laying thirteen. San Francisco looks appears to be safely in. They're a nine seed. They got the big win Saturday night against BYU, but it's it's everything here. They, I think the kids know that they're in. They have, they're coming off the big win, and Gonzaga was embarrassed on national TV and only scored 57 points against St. Mary's. They won 89-73 and 78-62 against the Dons. Mm-hmm. I am searching for a team total for Gonzaga to see if I can find anything. Again, it's like 12 hours before tip-off, so it might not be available yet. Um, no, there you go. I'm seeing it right now. 84.5 for Gonzaga. Uh, they had to price it very high, and it yeah, makes sense right. with the point spread in the total anyway. Yeah. Um, 84 and a half is a touch high for me, but I'm not going to be surprised if they 
if we're coming on here tomorrow talking about a 90-72 to 72 win for Gonzaga. Okay. You know? Now, what do you want to do with St. Mary's then? They're laying five against Santa Clara in the night game. 8.30 Pacific tip. They split this year. Santa Clara, I, good team. They won 21 games. I can't, I can't lay it with St. Mary's. No, I'm with you. I can't. I don't like this spot. He played an A-plus game. He took down number one. Uh-huh. Everyone's telling you how great you are. Sure you Everyone are. expects a rematch tomorrow night. And you probably are already looking ahead a little bit uh, to playing no, Gonzaga yes. already. Yes. No, I would. Uh, well, I think, first of all, the numbers come down a little bit. So the best number's gone. But still, five is kind of attractive with Santa Clara. Yep. And St. Mary's on the sixth seed, sixth line in the bracket matrix for this one. Mm. Oh, this is, uh, okay, so on Twitter, at VSIN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard, Kevin Rogers says he tried to ride that trend on Sunday. Teams to go 3-0 against an opponent, but Kansas City lost to South Dakota. They beat him twice in the regular season. That's one down then. Mm-hmm. But over the years, against you know, speaking of that, well, yeah, I didn't, very, say, it was, I didn't say it was oh, 100%. No, 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 no I mean, it's, it's not going to yeah, be. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, it is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, touch on a little Major League Baseball and some NFL. <laughs> I want to throw some dates out when you think we're going to have opening day. And the Players Union agreed to some major changes. That's coming up next. <laughs> 